one, two. Check, check, check it out. Oh, we are here. It's Saturday night. Saturday night live. Whoa. Hold on. Let's do another applause. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yes, yes. All right. I did some preparation and put on some preparation each for this. It's the man with the plan, the host with the most, the beast from the east. He's from the shitty titty committee. He's the very hairy berry, Mr. McIntosh from Blank Check. And the dude who used to collect Upper Deck. He's from the bridges of Madison County. And he met all the bitches in Yolo County. It's me, S.G. Stephen Gedney. Oh, and my headphones are up. How's it going? Who's here today, uh, Smoothie? The eight-inch donkey. Oh, yeah. The eight-inch donkey. Smoothie. And his buddy, Lil Foreign. Almost broke my wrist. Oh, Chris Farley. You bastard. Oh, uh, John Goodman. My name's Arthur Dugan, and I'm your worst nightmare, teacher man, because I rule this school. <laughs> right. Uh, how old are you? Fifty. Yeah. And you rule the uh, adult literacy program. Oh, yeah. Meaning you can't read or write. Oh, no. Let's just say the only word I know how to spell is party. Okay. Uh, why don't you spell party for us? T-K-L-L-O-B-O. Yeah. <laughs> That's from my favorite SNL skit of all time from the 90s. John Goodman, Tim Meadows. It's not even on YouTube. You got to go to fucking some weird website to find it. And uh, who else we got? We got the guys from Orgasmo. Now, I don't want to sound like a queer or nothing, but I'd kind of like to make love to you tonight. And uh, last but not least, Bob Saget. I used to suck dick for coke. I seen them. Now that's an addiction, man. You ever suck some dick for marijuana? Huh? Yeah. Oh, wait. And then uh, also Kai. Smash, smash, smash. Oh, damn. So anyways, guys, thanks for joining me. It's Saturday night. I'm excited. Oh, my God. We got a special guest. We got a, a text coming in and a... Tonight's uh, drink here is the 2018 version of uh, Waldo's. Where is it? There you go. I got to get a good. Here we go. Waldo's Special Ale. I had this last year. And now I have the 2018 version. And uh, it's, they call it a special ale. It's more like a triple IPA. And damn, it's fucking boozy. If you know what I mean. I mean, you take a couple drinks and. Before you know it, you got a nice buzz going on. They call it the one-hitter series. And uh, they call it the Waldo Special because I believe, and the whole story is on here somewhere, but the Waldos are a couple of guys who actually were the first ones to invent 420. And 420's coming up. 420, brah! Oh, yeah! <laughs> Woo! And and there's no marijuana in this, but uh, it it definitely uh has a nice uh, boozy flavor. So 
either way, um, don't call me because I'm going to have a special guest on in a minute. But uh, if you want to ask some questions, you can text me and uh, tweet me on Twitter. So here you go. There's the information right there. But like I said, if you try to call me, I ain't going to answer. So regardless, it's been a nice, fun weekend so far. Busy day. Doing all that good grown-up stuff, running around. I was in Roseville today. I was in Yuba City. I had fast food two or three different times. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, Danny, Joe. I brought some fungi friends with me to watch the podcast tonight. I don't know. What are you talking about? Shrooms? <laughs> I don't know, man shrooms that's pretty hardcore um first of all uh it is uh the anniversary of uh peter Steele's death i'm sure you guys don't know who the fuck that is but uh peter Steele was the front man for this metal band and i'm not going to just say metal they were one of the most popular doom bands in fact they pretty much uh patented the doom metal genre Typo negative, and uh, they were big in the 90s in the first couple Ozfests, and the guy had a really deep voice, and he was pretty funny. He was on Howard Stern a few times, so uh, salute. Oh, who's this? Uh, oh, who is this? Uh, I know. Big food poisoning. I don't, I don't know who this is. Um, somebody's texting me right now, so let's find out who is this. Who this is. I know. This is fucking live right now. Who is this? All right. So as I wait for this person to respond to me, um, it's the anniversary also of the night Lincoln was shot. You guys know what I mean? It's going to make the night Lincoln was shot look like a peanut. A peanut girl. A lonely little peanut. Like a pirate in the night. <laughs> oh, shit. Where we go? Where I have, a, I have an image for you guys, but I have so many sound clips up right now. Here you go. Boom! The night Lincoln got shot. So that was uh, this night right now. Oh, April. Oh, Thor. Oh, okay. That's uh, a guy I work with. Uh, I totally get it. Uh, nothing to do with the show. Something to do with tomorrow. But here you go, man. Um, well, shit. Let's get back to Lincoln uh, later. Because I thought that might have been our guest, which would have been totally new to me. Josh Lemberg. Holy shit, bro! What up, Josh? One of my favorite guys in the world. Damn. What did he say? Man, your weed grew... Oh. <laughs> yeah, you know what, guys? Um, I'll tell you uh, I'll tell you guys all about that in a little bit, but uh, I'm going to make a call right now. Um, oh, 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 too soon? <laughs> too soon about Lincoln? No! No! All right, I'm going to give this... Uh, here we go. Let's see. 
Hello. Hello, Aubrey. Hi. Hi, Stephen. How are you? Hey, how's it going? Good. Good. All right. So are you down to talk for a little bit? Yeah, I'm going to call. Hold on one second. Okay. Live. Spencer. Do you want me to get Spencer on? I, I'll talk to whoever wants to talk. Okay, hold on. We're all we're all here. I I want to talk to everybody. Okay. Okay. Got it. One second. Who wants to be first? Um, let me. Spencer, probably Spencer. Okay. Danny is just tweeting or texting like crazy. Hello? Yeah. Can you, can you hear me? All right. Hey. Oh, my God. What's going on? Hey, what's up? Dude, Spencer, how's it going? Good, Steven. All right. All right. I got to hear. What, what's up? I was saying, do we have everybody? I don't know. Yes. Oh, my God. All we, right. Oh my God! Who's so? Do we have all band members on right now? Yes. Oh my God! All right, so let, okay, I'm gonna. Yo, what's up? Shit, I'm gonna do a proper intro for you guys right now. All right, here we go. All right. Here's your image. Here's here's your album. Boom. All right. So these guys, these guys since 2015 have been kicking ass in the music scene, and. uh that's all I got to say. They're one of the hardest working bands in Northern California. And if not in my <laughs> world, the entire world. So give it up. Here's an applause. House of Mary. Yes. Let me do my slideshow. Oh, wrong slideshow. There we go. Hold on. The applause is still going. My God, you guys have so many fans. All right, so in everybody, <laughs> introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Aubrey from House of Mary. I'm Blair Blaze. I play the drums. Yeah. I'm Spencer. I'm on the guitar. Shit. And vocals. And yeah. vocals. So, how are you guys doing tonight? What's going on? What's going on in the world of House of Mary? Well, we were at like seven different parties, but we were like, oh, we're going to just go to our yacht and hang out like for the interview. So that's where we are right now. You guys have a yacht? Yeah, we have like three. Oh, my God. I guess that's that's what happened. I know. It's weird. So, I know. It's what happens when you blow up. <laughs> so listen, I... um. You know, I, I've been to a couple of your guys' shows, not nearly enough. Um, I've been following you yeah. guys for for a few years now. And uh, before we even talk about the band, you know, I haven't really ever gotten a chance to talk to any of you guys, you know, for more than a few minutes. So I, I guess starting with Aubrey, um, tell me about, you know, uh, your life growing up. You know, like you're from Marin County, correct? Yeah, um, I'm from Lagunitas, actually, which is West Marin. So that's if you know Marin, you're it's less pretentious to be from West Marin. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
And I grew up in a really, really old house built in the 1800s that was named the Villa Maria. Mm-hmm. And that's where we got the name for the band, the House of Mary. Oh, very cool. So that was one of yeah, my questions. So, so. Grew, yeah, that's the name of the house. Actually, my sister, who is Spanish speaking, um, came up with the name, and it stuck, and we loved it. And it, and uh, yeah, now we're House of Mary. Nice. And so, basically, is is House of Mary the first band that you've ever been in? House of Mary is the first band that I've ever been in. It's the first music project that I've ever been in. It's the first time I've ever really done songwriting or, um, yeah, anything. And I just just kind of went with it. But I always, like, performed. Like, I did plays and talent shows and stuff when I was young. But I was always just too mean and bossy. <laughs> so um, that's just, you know, that's just continued into my adult life as well (laughs) and so let me move on to Blair Blair are you also from Marin County yep and so I grew up in a little town called Willits up in Mendocino County oh wow and so what um, oh yeah go go, continue I was gonna say it's right on 101 if you drive north you know if you're going up to like Humboldt or something it's right there on 101 and so, so, so how long good. how long have you been playing drums? Uh, since I was about eight, actually about. Well, I started on the snare drum when I was about eight or so, but I didn't get a drum set until I was about ten. So I'd say you know, good twenty years. <laughs> Damn, man, uh, that is yeah, insane. He's a rookie. Yeah. <laughs> and so just I'm. That's I'm just. Really- I'm just really curious, like, how did the two of you guys meet since you're from so far away, you know, from each other? Well, Aubrey lived in Willis for a while, and I met her. She met me there um, at the little local pub where we've actually played music a lot, and she worked for a while. But, yeah, small town, so, you know, we just kind of ran into each other, and that's how we met. Okay, nice. And so how, what, what really inspired the idea of you guys like starting a band? Well, we moved to Sac and I always played in bands and I was kind of like, Oh, I want to get a music project going. And she just kind of came up with some songs and wrote some stuff on her own and was like, Oh, I got these songs. And next thing we know, I was like, yeah, let's do this. So we put out a, ad on Craigslist and Spencer uh, responded and we jammed with a few other people but he was the one that came through with the writing and uh, just the whole mesh of the band just worked out with that with three of us yeah well it's it's pretty solid man so so Spencer yeah alright dude so I know a little bit about you but I do not know that much so, are you originally from? Uh, Wo- are you from Woodland? I am actually, yeah. Okay, and so um, I, you know, like me and you, it, you know, we obviously, you know, we're friends. We have a lot of the same friends. I, I, you know, I right. feel like I heard about you when I was younger. You know, uh, in probably other bands in Woodland, 
you know, me and, and JP and JK right. were doing our thing and you were doing your thing. So basically, um, I know that you did a, you did a band called Oh the Trio with uh, Tracy. That's correct. And Matt, yeah. what did you do before that? Like, cause you had to have been in a band before that, correct? Um, I was not actually. So before that, um, Okay, so way, way before that, I was a band nerd in high school, and I was in the sort of jazz and classical thing, mm-hmm. playing uh, trumpet for jazz and French horn for classical, and I did that for a long time. Um, when I left school, I couldn't afford to buy my own horn, because French horns are like three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000, so I bought a bass guitar, and I just kind of played in bands. I like moved out of Woodland lived in Chico and San Luis Obispo and just kind of like had little projects here and there, but nothing really ever got anywhere. Um, then about 2006, I moved back to Woodland mm-hmm. and um, that's when I sort of re-met and became friends with Matt and Tracy, who I formed the trio with. And so really that was my first like rock band. Um, I mean, before that, there wasn't much in the way of like rock. And then, and then, basically, that band kind of fizzled out after a few years. Yeah. So trio was two or three years. I can't remember. Um, and then I, yeah, that kind of fizzled out. Um, and I just kind of like did, I like went to school for a while and just sort of didn't really do music. And then right about when I was, when I met Aubrey and Blair, that's when I was, I was like kind of just sort of rudderless every day and thinking like, man, what do I, I need something. I need to get back into music. And it just so happened that, you know, the day when I started looking into, you know, who who's looking to build a band right now? And they're the first ad that really caught my eye. And I think I think I remember um, kind of looking at their ad for a few days and being like, ah, do I really want to do this? I don't know. Like, <laughs> and so I eventually answered it. And then um, I mentioned that whole thing to Aubrey sometime later. And I think she was a little like, what? You didn't just... <laughs> oh, wow. You guys didn't... You She's didn't like just, that I wasn't... You didn't just sign up right away? Like it wasn't the greatest thing you've right. ever seen? <laughs> <laughs> it was it was all fucking weird. It was yeah. Not, it was just. We should also mention he started out on bass. Oh yeah, that's right. So when I came into Oh the Trio, I was not a guitar player. Um, I came in the the ad was looking for a bass player. Yeah, and, uh, I, I've seen videos. I've seen videos of you uh, plucking the bass. You know, out there at like yeah. Uh, uh, what was that that coffee place? Uh, the no longer does shows. Uh, oh, that was uh, the Naked Lounge. Naked Lounge, yes. Yeah, so that was actually the very first show that Oh the Trio ever played. Um, and yeah, I was I was real into the bass. I mean, I still I still absolutely love it, and and you know, it's it's such a fun instrument. And on our albums, I play the bass. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm just wondering from all your guys' perspective, what was what was your first impression of each other, you know, uh, 
I mean, obviously Blair and Aubrey knew each other, but um, when you guys all got into a, a room and kind of jammed together for the first time, what, what were the first impressions? Was it really smooth or was it kind of, you know, just trying to figure out, you know, where everybody could uh, kind of uh, sync up, you know? Well, the first time we jammed, I think we had another guy. Was it? Yeah, right. So we were dealing with this older guy who was, Sixties or so. Confused. So he kind of he was kind of odd and funny. So he kind of set the tone. It was a little goofy. But the rest of us, I think, had pretty good chemistry right away. From what I remember. Yeah, I think I remember feeling like, oh, this is just my kind of goofball. That's yeah, it's <laughs> gonna work just fine. Yeah, I don't remember because I was probably really stoned. But <laughs> I, yeah, I, I can confirm this. Yes. <laughs> I do remember thinking that Spencer was more normal looking than I had imagined because we met him on Craigslist. <laughs> so I thought he would be like a total fucking just weirdo. And I was like, oh, he's super normal. And I was like, he's kind of like a square. I remember thinking he was kind of yeah. preppy. Yeah, I remember <laughs> thinking you were preppy. And yeah, and that. I have other stuff. Yeah, but anyway, it was funny. It was good, but I think we all had really good chemistry right off the bat playing. Yes. So I didn't even really think I knew what to do at that point. I just like oohed and odd. So what? Yeah. Uh, what was kind of the the common? Uh, I don't know uh, bands that you guys all all liked because you guys have a pretty uh, <laughs> a pretty you know unique sound as far as. Uh, uh, you know, musical mm -hmm. style, you know, mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's, it's not hard rock, obviously, but it still rocks. You know, you have Blair kicking ass on the drums, you know, uh, you know, Aubrey's got a very, a very nice voice, uh, breathy. And then, Sp oh, and then, you. then Spencer, you know, just the, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know how to describe your style, man, but it's, you know, obviously it's, you know, it's kind of rootsy. Roots rock a little sure, bit, but, yeah. Um, y you know, so you, I feel I think, like I feel like your guys' style could actually go with a lot of different, you know, uh, shows. You know, yeah, yeah. I think I think the the secret of our style and our musical influences is that we don't have much overlap between us. Um, it's hard for us to agree on what to listen to in the car on the way to shows. Um, and we we just listen to Stevie Nicks. Oh yeah, see, so Aubrey <laughs> is uh, all about Stevie Nicks. <laughs> That's not think... true though, because I'm not even. We'd actually never listen to Stevie Nicks. We listen to Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They're that's very true. different because Stevie Nicks' solo stuff is not what I subject you guys to. But <laughs> I think that we have a similar. Like, Blair and I are both really into hip-hop. We listen to a yeah. lot of hip-hop. And Spencer and I are into a lot of the same indie rock music. And yeah, we have a lot of the same music. So we do have a similar and, core taste kind of sound in common. But we also have, like, Blair comes from a really straw, reggae, hip-hop. Well, I think Blair and I... We share that um, the kind of ska and the funk rock yeah. sort of thing, which you can't and stand under that. At all. Yeah. <laughs> no. 
That's not my bag of candy. But we make it work. Yeah, you well, do. I think I think part of where our sound comes from too is that we are a trio, um, and we don't have a bass player. So what that translates to is each of us is covering a lot of ground sonically, and that almost comes down to like an engineering problem. Like how much, how much sound can you cover as one person and how much sound can three people doing that, you know, cover? Absolutely. Yeah. So, so a lot of, a lot of the sound that comes out is really me thinking of like, okay, how do I, how do I fill up your ears using only one guitar? Lots of floor time. <laughs> yeah. We got lots of floor time here. Well, you know, interesting enough, the first time you guys I ever heard of you guys was my friend JP, which everybody knows, he was playing with you guys for a while. And then for whatever reason, yeah, yeah he was. Whatever reason, he decided, you know, he wanted to drop out and and do his own thing and uh but right. it seems it seems like you guys have had a few different people try to, you know, join the fold and and yeah, didn't end up working out. What do you think was the reason? I mean, I know you guys had like a lead guitarist for a while. Um, when I saw you guys at uh, Blue Note, you had a girl who was playing bass for a while. Um, mm -hmm. What do you think? What do you think happened with all those people, and and why why couldn't they? Was it just personalities, or? Um, I can answer that probably. It's probably because of me. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's not true. I'm actually super nice. If, if, uh, but anyway, if you like dogs. But um, <laughs> the main reason, the main issue that we've had, and this is a fucking, I will take advantage of this moment right now, it's because we have not been able to find somebody that will commit the time and the effort that we do to the band. Or the bass player that we had that you saw us play with, mm -hmm. we love her. She's rad. There is no hard feelings. There was never any, like, it's nothing bad. She just was in like four other bands and oh, yeah. everybody is in like three bands at a time. And we put so much time into this band that hasn't really been together for that long, but has covered a shit fucking ton of ground because of the amount of time we put in. So, until we can find somebody that can put in that time and wants to put in the legwork and, you know, enjoy it all like we do then we're not going to have a fourth person because we're not going to carry somebody's I think, I think a lot of times um when we're talking to prospective you know new band mates um one thing that you run into is and I, I understand this point of view is that like they'll say well yeah no, i'd like to play shows but i really want to be paid for those shows and here's what i expect to be paid and I'm I'm with that to a point, but we're not at that point. We're at the point where, you know, if you're going to ride in the boat, you got to row. <laughs> but even though we do get paid, probably more than that person would sure. want for sure. But it's never a guarantee. It's never about that. And if that's why you're in the band, then, you know, we have to do it because we love it. Because we've played shows for nothing. We've played shows for a shit ton of money. We've played shows for all different situations. The bottom line we played it is because we like to play our songs. We love our music. We're proud of it. We wrote it. We rehearsed yeah. it all the time. It means a lot to us. So until somebody can come in and have it mean that much to them too, then it's just going to be a conflict of interest in the long run regardless. 
Because yeah. Yeah. When, we, when we come at it with an angle of, you know, sometimes we have these nights where, you know, it's out of town, nobody knows who we are, it was raining that night, and there's the bartender and maybe a waitress and two customers. <laughs> and you have to still play that show like you mean it. And, you know, if you're if it's a new person just coming in, a night like that. Make money, yeah, totally. You know, that's going to be disheartening for them. But for us, it's, I mean, sure, it's disheartening to play for three or four people. But it's also a fun adventure because we're all yeah. we're really good friends. And that's right. the other thing. You know, we enjoy being around each other. Like, we're all weird enough. We all kind of don't like each other but love each other. <laughs> and we all, like, <laughs> like space and we're just odd and it works and so there has to be a really forced super oddball to like rock it and right. that person's out there hit us up but don't try to fake the funk well i tell you guys if i was not about to have a baby in a month i would totally uh, try out but all right yeah, you and everybody else and their effing babies yeah but no. congratulations oh, yeah awesome. congratulations thank you very much super awesome. yeah she's gonna i mean I'm gonna start her off right. Make sure she listens to good stuff, and you know, that, I guess that's all I oh can my really gosh, do. That's so exciting! Yeah, another girl. Hopefully, another girl rocker. You know. Oh yeah. There's not enough girl kid? rockers in this world. That's for sure. You're right. Is this your first kid? Yeah, it's gonna be the only kid. <laughs> Holy macaroni! That's really exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. You have a really cute dog too, right? Yes. Yes, it was also a female, so it's just gonna yeah. be a house full of females Surrounded here. Surrounded by girls. Yeah. So, anyways, guys, you ha- you guys have played a shit ton of shows, ridiculous amount of shows. Yeah. Right. You know, um, and I really, you know, what you were saying about you know band potential band members wanting to be paid and that kind of thing, like I totally understand that and I respect that. And and the band that I was in for you know four or five years. What we always did was anytime we got paid, we put it back into the band. You know, it's just like, hey, right. you know, guys, if you want to yeah. if you guys want to make a paycheck, go do that on your own time, because this band, you know, like we need this money so we can produce recordings and, and make stickers yeah. and make CDs. And uh, I got one of your guys' CDs right here. I'm holding it up on screen. It's clout. And it, it was released last year, and I, I'm happily, uh, I'm happy to say I was one of the uh, donors. And um, yay, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I will only complain about is, you guys have so many songs, and your album can only hold what eight songs. So are you guys? Yeah, there's only eight on there. Are you guys planning <laughs> on recording coming, soon? Though. We are. Okay. Well, yeah, tell- we're we're um sort of laying the groundwork to the the next album. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, it's going to knock your socks off. I'm excited. You know, I, I'm hoping for, uh, 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 um, I'm hoping for, for, uh, well, let's just say this. I know, um, Aubrey is very active online about, uh, some, uh, social and, uh, political, uh, uh, things. And I hope there's a lot more aggression <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm not saying you guys, I'm not saying that you guys gotta be, you know, uh, Slayer or, uh, Metallica or anything, but, um, 
I definitely, uh, you know, I'd like to hear the, the angry album, you know, uh, it, <laughs> I think, I think we're moving into darker, cloudier territory. Yeah. I it's really that's... funny that you would say that Stephen, because, um, it's, it's actually really, really funny because about a, a couple of days ago, Spencer and I were talking about the new album, which is pretty much all we talk about anymore. And I said, you know, I love clout for what it was and it was our first album and it was great and it was, you know, it was bad and it was good and it was everything in between. But it was also really sweet. And I said, it's just such a sweet album. And it like, I like, there's a part of me that hates that because I'm not that sweet of a person at all, ever. And so that album, though, will really capture that. If you ever want to, like, think of me and sweet, put on clout. But our next album is definitely going to be on, on the darker side. I think we all concur that that's, <laughs> that's for the direction we're heading. Yeah. We actually, um, we played a show recently at, at Shine in Sacramento, and um, we have this, this couple who's just amazing. They've come to a, a number of our shows. Yeah, we love them so much. And um, they made a comment about how, you, essentially exactly what we just said, that, you know, we're getting we're getting darker and more aggressive, and, and that they really enjoyed that. And so it was it was really nice to hear that, because that's, that's kind of what we're hoping for, and we're moving in that direction just sort of naturally. Well, you know? uh, I'm definitely, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Blair, is she telling the truth though? Is she not very sweet sometimes? She tries to play it off like she's not sweet, but she can be very sweet. Oh, oh that's so nice. <laughs> that, that that's is weird sweet. that you said that. Something All right. So listen, I have to, I'm going to ask a, a very hard question. So I, I just want you guys to be prepared. All right. All right. So before you guys went on tour, it it seemed like there was a little bit of trouble going on with the band. Like you guys, what was going on there? Oh, um, oh, just band stuff. You know, just like disagreements about direction or people's people's dedication and you know all the things that come up when you're in a relationship with somebody because when you're in a band you're just in a relationship with that many people instead of just two um but just like in a relationship when you kind of step back for a second and then go oh you know that was way better than i'm realizing angry and in the middle well there's a lot of credit for being uh, in the ass uh and making it difficult for them because I've uh, always been a terrible procrastinator and procrastination spills into practice as well. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean like full band practice, but I mean like uh, doing the background work on really building up your skills on your instrument. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's easy to slack off on that if you're not really applying yourself every day. And I'm, I'm certainly guilty of, of, uh, slacking on guitar sometimes, or at least I I was before the tour. Yeah, well, I mean it's just regular, regular. The normal, yeah, band disagreements. I can identify with that, you know. Like the band that I was in, you know, the four of us guys, we would play every every weekend, you know, like we'd practice every weekend, and then we would play shows, play shows maybe during the week. Uh, JP, there was a point in time where me and him lived together, we worked together, and then we were in a band together. 
And, uh, you know, at some point I always feel like when you're around the same people so much, um, sometimes mm-hmm. you take out your own frustrations on them and you don't mean to. And the problem that happened with me and my band is we never really talked to each other. And then eventually just right. shit just kind of fell apart and, and, you know, we needed a long break from each other. And, you know, I really, I miss it. I wish that, uh, I could, you know, go back and, 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 and change all that stuff. And I wish I could play as much as I can, but now, you know, my life has changed so much. Uh, it, it's very, it's just a difficult situation, but, um, I'm really glad that you guys, uh, were able to work it out and then you ended up, Oh yeah. You guys ended up doing a tour, uh, of the Southwest and called it the Virgin Mary right. tour. Uh, how did that go? I mean, what was it like going out of state? Uh, I guess, I guess it's probably pretty similar than as like, you know, going to LA or, you know, the Bay area or something. Yeah. Uh, but uh, how long were you? Yeah, guys, how long funny. were you guys gone? How many dates did you play? We were gone for like two weeks, and we played I think eight shows. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, eight, <laughs> something like that. And um, it was really great. I think we all had a really great time. It's you know it can be. Yeah, Blair got really sick. Oh man, what happened? Um, yeah. Uh, Blair got like the flu actually. Like some gnarly norovirus. <laughs> he was super sick. Um, but and then yeah, you know it's it's interesting. It's really fun to go and play your music to other places. It's a hit or miss. Sound is always um, sound is always an issue. It seems to be when you when you go to random bars in the middle of nowhere. But I think right. you have a really great time all in all. It was a total learning experience, definitely. Yeah, I feel like I I kind of went into the thing with the mindset of like, all right, let's screw everything up so that we know what not to screw up next time. And one of the things that I found was, you know, it would be hit and miss as far as like the crowds that we would get, the reactions or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But without fail, one thing that I noticed is that there would always be somebody who would come up to us and say, you know, I, I loved it. You know, either I can't wait for you to come back or this isn't the place for you, but I know what is. And yeah. then they would sort of refer us to, well, we won't like, be back probably for a while. So it's always hard, you know? Well, sure. Yeah. But like, I would have people saying like, well, actually you really have to go to this particular neighborhood in San Diego because it's, it's you just do great there. So it, I think, you know, bands that are further along in their career have the luxury of um, having people sort of put those things together for them ahead of time and plan out the tours. And we didn't, we didn't have that, but what we were able to do is make contact with people and get a better sense for what to do next time. Absolutely. So uh, are, is there any plans to do like another tour sometime soon? Nothing concrete, but I think that we were um, tentatively going to do our next one. We're going to go north instead of south. Um, yeah, I just think to sort of test out. You know. Well, hey, you know, I got yeah. I got a lot of people that I'm friends with in Eugene, so if you guys ever play there, I can oh, guarantee at least five to ten people. 
All right. Hey, yeah. that's a lot better than uh, some of the, you know, you play a gig in a town you've never heard of, and five or ten people could really make a difference. Yeah, totally. Also, if anybody that listens to your podcast wants to adopt us as a band, and <laughs> they can pay for us to tour, and we'll come to their house whenever they want and play music for them. Um, that's I will really put, fine. We're open to stuff like that. I'll put that in the show notes for sure. <laughs> yeah, please do. That's just in general. Like we're almost like, like a like a. Never mind. Anyway. So, how many <laughs> shows do you think you guys have played so far? If you had to guess. Hmm. Um, at least a hundred. I mean, I know we're at like a hundred and twenty right now. Oh my god. Yeah, hundred twenty something. Hundred and twenty something, maybe hundred twenty five. In like two and a half years. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot. We do, we play a lot. It's really funny, we're trying not to do a lot of shows because we want to finish the, the album. Yeah. But then I started counting, and I was like, oh, well, we have like 12 shows in the next three months. So they just, it's fun. If you don't do shows, then you forget that you're in a band. So the whole point is doing shows. Yeah. So it's funny, before this band, I hated playing shows. I, I, I just wanted to sit in the studio and record stuff all day. I can, I've, I've totally flipped that around, you know. Where I can identify with I that. I love playing. <laughs> yeah. So, I told him that he was going to like playing shows and that he, I was, that was going to happen. <laughs> so I'm going to put you guys on the spot now. What do you think are like the top right. top three places that you've played? You know, if you could think of any shows that come to mind uh, or maybe like do you have a favorite place that you've played multiple times? Oh, I think we all agree on number one, right? Yeah. Yeah, number one has got to be Perry's in Fairfax. Yeah, that's the best. That's our that's our home away from home. It's just yeah. We have such we have a great a time. There, actually, we have a show there on on May eighteenth. On May eighteenth and nine p.m. Yes, I've done my research. Yep. If anybody's going to be in Marin County in Fairfax, it's a wonderful venue. Um, second venue. Ooh, I got this. I got this. What? You guys, you guys might not agree, but Lagunitas Brewery. Hey, you know what? Uh, this is pretty good. I know Aubrey is not a fan of alcohol anymore, but I'm drinking a Lagunitas Waldo Special right now, and it's delicious. No, I'm totally a fan of alcohol for other people. Let's right. just get that straight. Let's just put that on the record. I encourage people to drink around me. And to enjoy themselves, I just myself do not partake in the alcohol consumption. So, do you have a third, your third favorite? Yeah. yeah. Venue? Hmm. I think that's a hard question to answer for any band. Yeah. Yeah. Venue sucks. Like, <laughs> okay, well, what was the so. worst then, if you guys had to choose? What was the worst gig you guys had to play? Oh, my God. The worst? So many. Oh, what I know. I mean? Like, there's so fucking many. Chula Vista, you think, is a word? Ooh, Chula Vista. No. Just, like, worse altogether. Hollywood was, last time was pretty bad. Which one? Hollywood. Hollywood was pretty horrible. Was that the Mint? Okay, so, no, so the Mint was actually a lot of fun. This is a place called Hotel Cafe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And yeah, I, um, have, I have the worst. Oh, you got it. Okay. Um. Never mind. Let's no. <laughs> All right. Um, who froze oh, that one time when it was really bad? Remember in Sacramento, who froze? Oh yeah, that was really that bad. So time because the cables were lost and they were running us through like the wrong cable and the sound was horrible. Yeah, nobody could hear us. Nobody was paying attention. It mm-hmm. just kind of fell apart. But I didn't give it. I didn't like care too much back then. I'm trying to think of like now. Well, we had a pretty fucking. We had a pretty. I don't know. Yeah, there's just a lot. A lot. Yeah. We played some weird ones. We played at a indoor softball complex in Roseville. Oh yeah, indoor. Uh, was that Top Golf or is that no? That's Rockland, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. That was that was so long ago. That was like a, in our first yeah, live shows or it something. It was called um, like yeah, it was called Arena Softball. Yeah. Yeah. It was okay. It was literally an indoor softball. <laughs> yeah, an indoor softball stadium in Roseville. And there was, like, a legit cafeteria. It wasn't even, like, a restaurant. It was, like, a tater tots and, like, yeah, sports bar, but, like, more ghetto. (laughs) And we, like, played in the corner of that place, and it was so hilarious. But from that show, we ended up meeting this really, really cool couple who totally fell in love with our music at that show and asked us to play at their wedding. Oh, wow. Which we then played at their wedding, which is fucking huge and rad and super cool to be a part of someone's, like, day for the rest of their lives. And they had us do some covers, which we had never done, so that was really fun for the band. We, like, learned all these covers, and and then, how, do you think anybody, I can't, I wish I could say everything I want to say, but anyway, <laughs> it was so funny. You know, we had a really fun experience, and we're still friends with them, so... That weird arena softball show ended up being a great opportunity for us. Yeah. That's very cool. Um, and then an- another bad show. Um, oh, <gasps> Bocce Cellar. Yeah, Bocce is pretty bad. Twice. Twice. So, yeah, there's this place in Santa Cruz. And each time that we went down and played there, it was raining, number one, which oh, was no. just our, our fucking M.O. Oh, what about um, first time you guys Bizarre up, Cafe? No, oh, yeah. You got hit up by a drunk Mexican first time. Second time, I got hit up by a crackhead. Yeah, and she tried to take you home. And it was, it was raining. I mean, it was just a nightmare on so many different levels. So, you know, we've had our share of really, really interesting Shows, but we've always held it together as a band. It's just been the circumstances that have just been complete and total wackadoodle. But <laughs> that's the way it goes. Well, I have two that I can think of off the top of my head that we played. And the first one yeah. was, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever been part of, um, you know, did, you ever been part of a show where they book like five or six different bands? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. so... So we were on this one and we were playing at this place they call at the time it was called Club Retro but it was actually inside of a oh, church. Oh no. And uh <laughs> and, and basically the whole thing was running late. We had to pre-sell tickets and uh uh they were like, "Yeah, you guys are going to get 15 minutes." And and like 
15 minutes for our band was like two songs because we would just jam forever. And then uh, by the by the time we were about to start playing, they're like, yeah, we're going to cut it down to 10 minutes. And so, yeah, it was it was uh, pretty bad. It sounds like the old boardwalk days. Yeah, uh, very similar. But the one that sticks out the most was one of the first shows we played. Sorry. And it was a place called On the Y on Fair Oaks. And it's still there. It's a bar. Where uh, at the time that please got protested super hard recently. Did it? Yeah, because they had this band there that's like, that's like, uh, they're like a rape band. I can't even get. Oh, that. okay. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I re- I remember reading about that. Yeah. On the Y. Yeah, and so we played there, and our buddy Ian threw up all over the floor. <laughs> and uh, they made him mop it up, and then later on he ended up. Wow! He ended up knocking over some girl in the parking lot, and my brother's brother wanted to fight him. And good times, man. That sounds like a nightmare show. I, I heard another horror story um, going back about Club Retro. Um, another friend of ours, um, I'm sure Stephen, you know Josiah. Yeah, of course. Um, He's going to be on my show next yeah, so, week. Yeah, so. Oh, actually, hey. yeah, he and I have done some albums together as well. Um, but anyway, he, his his old band, uh, Apartment D203, um, I hear the story the way they tell it. Um, before any show, they would do a sort of, you know, everybody puts their hands in the circle and so the big Hail Satan. And um, <laughs> that's how they would, you know, sort of get pumped up for their for their shows. And they yeah. did this at Club Retro, which was a church as I understand it. Yeah. And some assistant or something saw them and was like, you guys can't play here ever again. You guys got to go. <laughs> so they got, they got kicked out of club retro for their health in, but I just love that. Yeah. Hell Satan. <laughs> Man. And so I mean, not really. what's yeah. going, I mean, what's going on? Are you still part of Wayne Jetski? I mean, like, I'm, I mean, this is better. No. This is a better question for him, but I know at some point they were going to have an album that was going to come out, and I don't know if it ever did. Um, and you were, of course, the producer extraordinaire. So what happened? That is an as yet unfinished album that is still on my hard drive, uh, waiting to be mixed. And um, uh, Josiah, he moved to Sacramento for a while. He's back in Woodland now. Um, we have sort of conflicting schedules and we don't, we haven't just gotten together to do the thing. So it's still there. We still have it and we just haven't finished it. Well, and uh, he's, he's on to, you know, he, he has different uh, production methods that he's working with now. So, I mean, really that comes down to just he and I calling each other and hanging out and putting the work in. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're busy. You're busy with house of Mary, you know, a full-time job sure all right i got a few more questions for you guys um yeah actually this one's for aubrey um so you wrote a song called steven and uh i'm just wondering what's up with that (laughs) uh fair question uh i wrote that song because i was living with one of my best friends this is long many moons ago and she was dating 
a gentleman by the name of Stephen, and he broke her heart. And so I wrote her a song. But the song was really just pieces of, of her life and my life, because that's the way all songs are, right? So, but I named it Stephen after the guy that she was dating at the time. Well, good. I know it's not about I've me. I've never dated anybody named Stephen, actually. <laughs> And I've never broke, well, I can't say I've never broke up with a girl, but most of the time they broke up with me. So uh, I definitely know that's well, not, that's hey. not about me. So <laughs> no, it's not. And it's not even about anybody named Steven in my own life. Although I yeah. did know this, this Steven, he was pretty unremarkable, <laughs> but he got a song written after him regardless. Yeah, who is this deep guy? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it was with a V, not a PH. Yes, the PH is the best part. The PH is the best part. So, I and also, you should really try to come to a show before you have your baby. I mean, I know you're not going to physically have the baby, but oh well, you I'm, should try to a show. I I have I have four of your guys' shows written down that I'm going to announce in in just a couple minutes. Um, I wanted to share with you guys, though. Um, well, I don't know if the whole band are, are huge Fleetwood Mac fans, but of course I know you are. Um, I have to tell you, back in 2006, so long story, I I lived in Oregon for about a year, and I met this girl, and, you know, whatever stuff happened, and then I moved away, and then I stupidly decided to move her from Oregon to uh, live with me when I was living with uh, JP and Sammy. And of course, after about six months, it didn't really work out. <laughs> I was 21, she was 18. But uh, what happened was at the time, you know, we were listening to, you know, uh, Megadeth and Avenged Sevenfold and all sorts of metal right. and that kind of stuff. But at the same time, you know, I was a big Beatles fan and I started listening to more and more classic rock. So when after we broke up, I drove down to Natomas and uh, went to Best Buy, and I got, for some reason or another, I just decided to get uh, Fleetwood Mac, the best of, uh, two CD, yeah. two CD album set, because I really, I was like, I really like that song, The Chain, and uh, yeah, of course, then from then on, I became uh, uh, very emo and was listening to that album over and over again, and and very much it's identifying. A great album with the lyrics and uh yeah you know uh I, I can honestly i really feel like you guys have a little bit of fleetwood mac in you because you know they recorded rumors in sausalito you know the Mer whole marin county oh thing. boy i know oh yeah you guys know and uh um, there's so many there's so many parallels i like yeah but i i really appreciate that you're not the first person that's ever said that but i think you know Growing up, even if my, I grew up listening to Fleetwood Mac because my parents mm -hmm. listened to Fleetwood Mac a lot, so that's where my my love came from. But even with Spencer and Blair, whether they know it or not, like Fleetwood Mac has been playing on the radio nonstop since 1978. Yeah. Like that's the reality. <laughs> like everybody has a little Fleetwood Mac in them. <laughs> like yeah. every musician out there. So. 
Yeah, we and, appreciate that. And I, I'm very sad to hear the news that they said Lick, Lindsey Buckingham is now no longer in the band because I'm I like, know. I'm like, man, he's one of the he's one of the greats. You know, he's such a. a but you know what? This has happened with them so many times. Yeah, he's left and come back, and you know, apparently he was fired. It wasn't even that he left. Yeah, that was the that was the word on the street. So. You know, maybe he just has this little fucking attitude that he has, and maybe they just were like not wanting to deal with it. You know, who knows? Yeah. But it's <laughs> he's been reading the the biographies. He knows <laughs> the internal dynamics of that band. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm like, I feel like I like know that. I'm like, oh my god, he's just so cranky. But um, <laughs> the bottom line is, he's just sad. But luckily, I feel bad for other people. Because I have seen Fleetwood Mac live like three fucking times and Stevie like three times. Yeah. So I'm all full up if I never see him again. Yeah, I, I yeah, I know what you mean. So many bands that I've seen that really have broke up now. Steven, it's not Fleetwood Mac without Lindsay. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Absolutely. That's the way it goes. Everybody that's going to see Fleetwood Mac for the first time, FYI, you're not going to fucking see Fleetwood Mac. You're going to see... Some fucking band without Lindsey Buckingham. Yeah. With two weird guys. Yeah, it's it's there's a lot of bands out there now that are still touring that are missing, you know, very much uh key players. Um, you know, the ones I could think I mean, I'm not a huge Bon Jovi fan, but you know, Bon Jovi's out there without R- Richie Sambora, you know, uh uh Black Sabbath, they did their last tour without Bill Ward, who was like, you know, I mean I'm sure Blair knows, you know, Black Sabbath, the drums were one of the most important things uh, in the sound, oh, yeah. in the sound of that band. I mean, that guy was an amazing drummer and, you know, yeah. they're the band uh, uh, Foreigner. There's no original members of that band, but they're still touring as Foreigner. So, um, yeah, but hey, hey. Yeah, House I, just, is, I just heard a track off of that new Foreigner live album. I was not into it. <laughs> just not the original, not the same, you know? Yeah. Well, shit, man. At least House of Mary is going strong. We got the, the three of you guys. Right. Um, so I'm going to announce the shows real quick. Uh, so on April 19th, you guys are playing uh, Goldsteins in Fresno on 9 p.m. On April 27th, yeah, which is yeah. my brother's birthday, you're playing Yolo Brewing Ooh. in West Sac. I might, shit, what day is the 27th? I might make it, because that's not that like far. Like a Saturday or some shit. Well, that's Yeah, not, we need to rally people for that one. That's not that far from me. I mean, I, I work in West Sacramento, and I live in Carmichael. Um, on May 18th. Let me just tell you, okay, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. You go. Okay, <laughs> May 18th, you're playing at Perry's in Fairfax. And June 23rd, you're playing at the Fernwood Tavern in Big Sur. I've never been to Big Sur in my entire life. You know that? Wait, there's one missing in there. Well, these are the only ones that got off Facebook, so you, unless there's another one that got added. So, okay, so I'll tell you, the only reason why it's not on there is because we got added on, we, they, whatever. So it's on May 20th at the Blue Lamp in Sacramento. Oh, yes. Blue Lamp. Good venue. Yeah. Cinco de Mayo. Oh, and then we're playing in Cinco de Mayo in Nevada City on Cinco de Mayo. I have to update the Facebook. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah. 
Hey, while you're updating that Facebook, add June 16th, Father Patty's in Woodland. Oh, it's oh. the 16th? Okay. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, man. Yes. <laughs> There's another one, too. Oh, at uh, Barley and Hops, I have to add on, too. I think that's... In. See, this is how it goes with us. This is why we have so many shows, because so, we don't realize we have them until it's that week. Who books the shows <laughs> in this band? That's all, Aubrey. Me, I do. All right, well, I have to tell you, I am surprised that you guys are still not playing Concert in the Park in Sacramento. Um, you might yeah. have missed the deadline, I guess, or I don't know if you guys are still mad because uh, uh, of the Sammys thing. I don't know if they were all connected or not, but... Uh, uh, but you yeah, guys no, need to play. You guys need to play at concerts in the park. That's all I'm saying. Well, we'll apply next year. Maybe we'll get in. We'll see what happens. I don't. I don't see any reason why you wouldn't. Um, so we're right. not opposed. <laughs> so you guys are working on working on an album. Well, you're gonna be recording an album soon. And uh, mm-hmm. what else? I mean, like, is there anything else like besides these shows coming up that people could look forward to? Yeah, we're going to get a video made sometime in the next, you know, probably 10 years. Yeah, somewhere (laughs) around there. Um, So that should be really rad. Just, you know, we're just going to keep, you know, I think the the most important thing for us right now is we do have shows that we kind of just are there that are, we need to practice for. And that's a lot of our focus, but we really want to do something different with this album that that we didn't do with the first album. Like we just, we know exactly what we want and we know that we're willing to put in the time. And I think that's really kind of where we're at. I think it can speak for all of us and just mm-hmm. that's our main focus for like the next six months of our lives, probably. And shout out yeah. to, shout stop. out to Phil for doing the artwork on that album. Oh my God! Oh yeah, he is fantastic. Beyond, like he's so amazing. And he's a great musician I'll never in his be own able right. To... <laughs> yeah, he's a musician that's mind-blowingly. Ta- he's so talented. Um, he's an amazing artist. It's just, yeah, he's a great guy. Really happy that I got to meet him. Thank you, Spencer. No, it's just, yeah. Let me just take credit for Phil. No, Phil's just amazing. He's one of those people that like. He's he, he, just being around him, like he kind of blows your mind that somebody can think yeah. that way. Like yeah. he's just he's just endlessly creative and fascinating, and he's talented in so many different areas of his life. Like he's a brilliant artist, he's a brilliant songwriter, um, and he's just fun to be around. He's really cool. And I tell you guys what, back and, in the sixth grade, he was an awesome football player too. He used to wear jerseys to class. Oh yes, believe it. And he would definitely get picked before I did. That's for sure. But uh, yeah, he's yeah. he's moved on, and and uh, I definitely uh, envy all of his talents. Uh, and uh, yeah, man, I can't can't say anything uh, more about him. I mean, he's he's an awesome dude, and uh, hopefully he yeah. can get a new album out soon too. That would be pretty nice. It's been quite a long yeah. time. He um he actually came with us on a when we later album release show he came and did a an opening set and yeah i just love seeing him play live he's, it's just so so fun yes he's amazing yeah he is well all right guys um let me plug all your websites here oh and also spencer 
Why yes. isn't this album on Spotify yet? Oh, um, Distro Kid. Because okay, let me tell you guys this, something. I so, signed up for. Okay, yeah. I signed Distro up for. Kid, okay, I, I went to sign up for Distro Kid, and I went through all the steps, and it was like twenty bucks, and I was like, oh, man, I don't really have that much music. Do I really want to sign up for this? So I didn't finish out. I didn't finish filling out uh, the profile and all that. And mm. then, like, a couple hours later, I get an email that said, oh, this is DistroKid. We noticed you didn't finish filling out your thing. Here's a discounted rate. And so instead of 20 bucks, it was 13 bucks. And then so oh, I spent... There we go. I, I spent, know what I'm doing on Sunday. I spent the $13, and then now I got music on Spotify and iTunes and, uh, you know, the, the title and all, all yeah. that stuff. And... um. You know, Pandora yeah. is one of those. Pandora is very strict about what they pick for what they want to put on their uh, their software, uh, their interface. Right. But I feel like you guys, you guys would go on there no problem. So, I mean, you guys, oh, thank you. That's really rad. That's I mean, good to hear. Uh, yeah, good music, good vocals, good lyrics. You know, good vibe of the band. Oh. Um, you know, I, 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 I have no uh, quandaries with uh, 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 Pandora thinking that they would have any issue uh, accepting you guys. So, um, like I said, do it. You got to get that on there, you know. Yeah. Anything, no, you're right. Anything I, think, I could yeah, do to help no. you guys out would be great because I'm vicariously living uh, through uh, your guys' career. Yeah. And uh, we'll have to do, a, like, a photo shoot one day. Um yeah, we would oh, yeah. that. That's something we really need super badly. So, except whenever I would, you have time, I know it's super busy, but when you, when you have time, let us know. Except I already in my head, I would like to do it like the uh, the Beatles Abbey Road era, where they're all by the trees, and uh, maybe um, Blair could wear like a hat similar to George Harrison from <laughs> All Things Must Pass, and. You know. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> like, like nice, let's like 70s brown leather jacket or I don't know. That's just yes. what I got in my head. Any weird ideas that you have, always throw them at us. We love weird ideas. Yeah. Like we live for them. Well, cool, man. Well, my any- dog is snoring so loud. Anyways, guys, um, <laughs> it's past midnight now. Now, today's my sister's birthday because we're now on April 15th. Happy birthday, your sister. Caitlin, she lives in uh, Rich... Uh, no, what is it? Norfolk Beach, Virginia. 25. Norfolk Beach. Yes. Yeah. One day Happy you... birthday. <laughs> yeah, I haven't talked to her in a long time, but uh, I gotta. I should probably text her or something. So anyways. Um, yeah, text her. Otherwise, uh, um, if you guys want to get Clout, the first album, well, to hold you over until the next album comes out. That's House of Mary 1. That's right. House of Mary number 1. Bandcamp.com. And then if you want to check them out, it's uh, Facebook.com slash House of Mary Music. They also got a SoundCloud slash House of Mary Music. And uh, you guys probably have an official website too, right? Like HouseofMaryMusic.com. Yeah, just HouseofMaryMusic.com. And then, like I said, you all can the... listen to all of our music on there. Yes, and all the shows that are coming up. I mean, if you're in Fresno or West Sac or Woodland or Fairfax or Big Sur, see these guys because they're one of the hardworking bands today. 
and that's it so anyways guys um have a good night thank you again for doing this show um and and yeah if any if you can get any promotion off of this at least one new fan then i know i've done my job so yeah, thank you so much, David. And I will we let, really appreciate it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I will let you guys know, if I make it to uh, – I'm going to really, really try to get to this Yolo Brewing show because uh, uh, I don't see any reason why I couldn't be there. And my baby's not born It'll uh, be a lot due of fun. until May 16th, so that's plenty of time. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Woo! All right, guys. Well, Blair and Aubrey and uh, Spencer, um, thanks again, and uh, have a good night. Thanks. <laughs> All right, guys. Bye. I'll talk to you soon. All right. All right. Bye. Fuck, man. There you go. House of Mary. 21 text messages. Oh, shit. What the fuck? JP. JP, Justin Pertzer, just sent me a text message with David Hasselhoff. Can you guys see that? Let's see. Oh, there you go. David Hasselhoff, the Hoff. Well, shit, man, that was fun. I'm, I'm glad I got to talk to them. Uh, Joe, Joe says he could barely hear the guests. Sorry, Joe, you know, I can only do so much, but um, I'll mess with the audio. So maybe the podcast version, you can hear them a little bit better. Danny, oh, my God, there we go. I'm going to take a shot. Fourth one tonight. LMAO. Interesting. I'm going to call JK. The 8-inch donkey. Ha, 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 ha. Gaga. The 8-inch donkey. Uh, uh, too soon, Bri. You, you bastard. <laughs> uh, bro. Hi, Ollie. Almost broke my wrist. Almost broke my wrist. Hey, Spencer. Smash, smash, smash. Right on. Never heard of them. I respect that. I'm going to go to bed later, bro. Now, I don't want to sound like a queer or nothing, but I'd kind of like to make love to you tonight. <laughs> and shit, man. Well, I didn't have much to do, you know? I got to talk to these guys, and I'm, I was very happy to do it. Um, like I said, I'm going to give you those dates one more time. I mean, I they have more dates, but uh, the four that I have written down. Uh, April 19th at Goldstein's in Fresno. Uh, April 27th at Yolo Brewing in West Sac. Uh, May 18th at Perry's in Fairfax and June 23rd at Fernwood in Big Sur. So, man, House of Mary, thank you again for being on the show. Thanks for everybody for tuning in. Um, thanks to Lagunitas for making the Waldo's special ale. And uh, other than that, man, um, oh, shit, where's my info? I don't even have the info up. Uh, <laughs> if you want to follow me, uh, it's at Stephen M. J. Gedney on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, next week, my man, Josiah, a.k.a. Barry Kite, a.k.a. the front man from Wayne Jetski. And we're going to talk about Satanism and Star Trek and music and drugs and all sorts of fun, good stuff. So other than that, that's it, guys. Have a good one. Love you all. Peace out.
the eight-inch donkey.